Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. They're an arrogant, ingrown, close-knit brotherhood like the Mafia. They're the product of a sick society. To hell with tomorrow. Their bag is today. Their bag is right now. Right now. Right now. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Oh, the hair on my neck just <laughs> straight up. With Ben Higgins. Thank God all these bottles I popped. All this paper I've been getting. All these models I popped. Stephen Woods. It's my job to pull that demon out of Ben Higgins. And I will do it. And Paul Reindel. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Ben and Woods. Oh, I do. We see the road, on 97.3 The Fan. Yeah! All right, halfway home on a Thursday. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Throwback Thursday, as it were. And uh, love going back into the archives to see what we were up to, you know, a year ago, two years ago. Um, not three years ago. That was Kobe stuff, so I don't want to do that. Kind of a bummer. True. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle, executive producer Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sport, sports anchor, joins us as well. I will say, just uh, on that note, don't need to revisit it because it was a very somber tone, but the it happened on a Sunday, I believe. Yes. That Kobe passed away. That's correct. And we had to figure out what we wanted to do that Monday. Obviously, it was kind of just, there's no Padres. It was throwaway, whatever we had planned, and, and that was going to be the focus. We had a Jelani McCoy. Our buddy who played in the NBA came in studio for like two hours that morning. And that was one of my favorite things that we've ever had yeah, happen a, in our awesome. five Where years. Where has he been? I miss him. I love He's doing July. a ton of work, man. He's he is doing busy life. with like Showtime. He's got a show uh, that he's like producing and putting together. Just text him that we miss him I and will. that we love him. Dude, I love Jelani. He played. He, like, he won a championship with the Lakers with Kobe. And like for him to come in and, and you know, he wasn't, it wasn't Shaq. It wasn't Robert Ori or anything like that. But like, dude, some of the stories and, Shaq and the connection that he had. Get, Shaq would have been a good get that day. What's up, y'all? Glad to be here. <laughs> I didn't even know I was going to be in San Diego. <laughs> Man, welcome to the studio. Hey, Chuck. It's good to be here with you guys. He's not your prototypical broadcaster. Chat? No. It's phenomenal, though. That show is... That show is I, I hate the NBA. You know that. Yeah. And that, that show, show is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Er, Ernie's great. They're phenomenal. Shot Let's call, let Ernie. Jack's Where's Ernie? Great, I miss great. Ernie, too. These are guys we used to talk to. Oh, yeah. We haven't talked to Ernie, Ernie in, in forever. So long. God, just when he answers the phone, it just feels so good. <laughs> Let's get these cats back on, man. It's that time of year. We're NBA insiders. If you're down for it, I'm, I'm down I'm for da- it. Dude, you get Ernie Johnson, I'll talk about... Anything. I'll talk about gardening with Ernie Johnson. I mean, Ernie's, the best. Uh, Ernie's done like Masters coverage. He's he can done, do it he's all. Done everything. He can do it all. Text that dude today right. and text Jelani and say, 
We miss you, man. I hope you're doing well. It's a Thursday. Yeah. It's a big They'll day the for Ernie. tournament as well when it comes around. Yeah. yeah. I'll get Ernie. I'll try, try for next week. I, I don't like to text those guys on like a Tuesday or a Thursday. They got their big... That's, those are, those the are their shows. Yeah, the big days. Yep. Yeah. So. so what did we have, Paulie? What did, what did you dig through the archives okay. to find? This one I completely forgot about. This is fun. Chances here. are I did too. Yeah. Um, I think this is two years ago today. Uh, Hall of Fame. We we talked about it yesterday. Scott Rowland got inducted two days ago. Voted in, yeah. So it's right around this time every year. And uh, MLB insider, MLB sports writer Tom Verducci, he put out like a a ninety second video about it was like the the weight and the pressure and the honor of filling out your ballots, and it was very. Corny. I got some of it here for you. Tim walking in. The weight of history in your hands is heavy. Even when it is but one sheet of paper. Oh, Lord, it's overwrought. The Baseball Hall of Fame ballot is a triumph of minimalism. Come on, guys. One page, no logos, no pictures. Received and returned by mail. Like daytime World Series games. Welcome to the World Series. No batting gloves and a hot dog in the bleachers. There is a timeless beauty in the simplicity. It's been this way since voting began in 1936. Always in the hands of baseball writers like me. If I... That is Among a, returning candidates. That's a video you do when you're going in to operate on a child <laughs> brain surgery. Right? Look. This kid's life is in my hands. I would watch that, and I would go, good Lord, man, you deserve all of the accolade. That is a video you post as you are, are, are going overseas to fight for your country. Not for voting on the Hall of Fame, for the love of God. <laughs> like Choosing the Daily Diddy <laughs> is an immense responsibility <laughs> to be taken seriously. Uh, Musical legends, the choice is in your hands. It's incredible. Every morning. Yes, that is it's one the of the same th- thing. That's the <laughs> if you did that, it's the it's the the thing that I think makes some people um get a little burned out on baseball at times. It is the the overwroughtness of baseball. There's a video going around right now of Ronald Acuna Jr. hitting a home run. Uh, down in Venezuela, and it's amazing. And he it's so good. He smokes it, and he has a ball going around the bases. And I saw Steven Souza Jr., a former big leaguer, maybe still playing the big leagues. I think he might have retired. But he's like, all right, fine. Like, at what point does it go from fun to disrespect? And I looked through the comments last night, and it was white man after 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 white man. Saying, oh, he'd wear one. I'm going to throw it right at his neck next time. And I'm just going, good Lord. Good Lord. Um, so that's the thing I think that bugs people about baseball sometimes. So that was uh, two years ago today. Compare that to Bernie Wilson, by the way, who we had on. He said the first time he got his ballot, he looked at it, checked some boxes, and then down and threw it in there. He didn't fax it over. He didn't hire a filming company to come. (laughs) Yeah. So that was uh, two years ago today, and then the next morning, in typical Ben and Woods fashion, we we put this together. (laughs) 
While the radio enjoys a long and interesting history, its earliest beginnings are still quite controversial. There's some debate as to who actually invented the radio. While we may not know with certainty who put together the first radio device, we do know that in 1893, the inventor Nikolai Tesla demonstrated a wireless radio in St. Louis, Missouri. Despite this demonstration, Guglielmo Marconi is the person most often credited as the father and the inventor of the radio. I just can't live this kind of lie won't. any longer. Neither can I. Oh, darling, it's wonderful that we found each other and fell in love. And we can save each other. An eighth grade essay. Many, many years later, a bunch of guys got in a room and started screaming their opinions about sports. And it became sports radio. Oh, brother, I can't wait till I get back to the ballpark and eat a hot dog underneath that blue sky with those pillowy clouds and see that perfect green and a manicured clay. It's going to be heaven. And fast forward. It's the year 2020. In the middle of a pandemic, we always ask ourselves, who are we going to book for the show? History will be made today on sports radio with our mouths. Sometimes the responsibility is its just too much to bear. How about a Chargers guest? No. No one gives a shit. The Aztecs. Hmm. Well, they don't return our calls or texts or emails. That's true. Maybe an NBA guest. Ah, we'll wait for the playoffs. Padres. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. The Padres. Thank you, as always, for listening to Ben and Woods. Right here on 97.3 The Fan. And whether you listen via your smart speaker, your smartphone, your tablet, or just <laughs> riding to work, listening on your radio in your car we thank you and don't forget to utilize the rewind feature on your radio.com app <laughs> what happened uh, to us we used to be so creative we used to be really funny where did that go where's that been that was fantastic if i do say so myself very well done thank you very overwrought very overwrought very somber. Great uh, choice of the piano background music. There. Oh, thank you very much. I mean, I, I've, I've worked in, in radio almost 13 years to the day and uh, never seen a bunch of people that more self-important uh, in my life. You probably have in TV. They're pretty bad in TV. Very yeah. bad. No, no, there's a few yeah. of them. It's, um, it's an epidemic in this business. <laughs> the self-importance, my opinion, counts. Yeah, my opinion's the best. Yours sucks. Uh, I know everything. You know nothing. Um, you know. But I still love it. I still love doing it every single day. There are, and, uh, there's for still, bits like that. There are still shows all over the country that it's like, I am talking to you. You are lucky enough to listen to, to my hear, opinion. It's to hear such, me. Like, I like this. I like our show. It's always what I've wanted. Like, we're talking with you all. Like, we're not talking at you or to you. Yeah, you know correct, what I mean? Correct. 100%. Would you have ever dreamed, though, when we started this five years ago, that at some point... We'll have done so many bits that we can replay stuff and not not only not worry that, oh, has the audience heard that before? 
that the three of us don't even remember. <laughs> had no, I had no recollection well. of this that is, at all. That segment was almost as new to me and Woods and Paul <laughs> yeah. as it was to all of you out there listening. I had when I had no idea, zero idea. I don't remember I, what we did. You know, Monday. once he played it, I kind of have the vague memory of you. Right. That, super but. vague, though. <laughs> super, super vague. Like every line that you came up with after, I was like one right after the other. I was like, oh, totally forgot about that. Yeah, forgot about all of it. Man, that is really, really, really good stuff. I love Throwback Thursday for that reason and that reason alone. What happened to us? What did happen to us? We had a little creative wall. It happens. Happens to the best of them. Doing the best we can. I don't know. I feel like our show is better than ever right now. No, I do, too. I do, too. It doesn't always have to be bits. You're you're correct. But then again, we had forgotten about the topic wheel yesterday. We did. We I mean, we just completely forgot about it. completely forgotten about it. <laughs> And then uh, one of our callers, who was it at the end of the show? I don't remember. Can't remember Dexter maybe Dexter. reminded us that why haven't you spun the topic wheel? And we had to honestly we forgot say, we had forgotten about the topic <laughs> wheel. We forgot we did it. And then it was great. In fact, it was so good. You want to do it when we come back? Absolutely. All right, let's more bring, than anything. Let's bring back the topic wheel. Mick Schaefer will join us at the bottom of the hour. Uh, why not? Let's just have fun here on a Thursday. With Ben and Woods, uh, again, got some high winds out there. Be safe on the roadways. We'll come back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Let's go. Spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before you make your next bet, check out BetQL. BetQL looks at every bet from every game to find you the best bets possible. They rank them all on a scale of one to five stars. Now, do you think the one-star bets are the best or the five-star bets? Five-star bets that are is correct. the best. That is correct. Trust BetQL me. does all the hard work for you. Get better at betting. Visit BetQL.com or download the BetQL app. You get three days of BetQL access absolutely free. I believe I'm still a BetQL 
subscriber. I think um, before we get to the topic wheel, I want to just wrap up because we actually started our discussion with Tom Verducci. It was the Hall of Fame ballot. And I just saw this tweet, and it just reminds me that as unbiased as you'd like to think you are, and I usually consider myself to be as, at least try to be as unbiased of a person as I can, even about the Padres. You know, I'm, I try to keep it cold and calculating. And not me. I, not you, but I do. You you agree <laughs> that I would, right? Yes. So you would say that Manny Machado, given how he has started his career so far, if he continues to play this way for another eight or nine seasons, he's a surefire Hall of Famer, right? Unquestionably. Undoubtedly. Correct. It's the best third baseman I've ever seen. So Danny Vietti tweeted, if you believe Manny Machado is on a Hall of Fame pace, which I do, then you should have no problem with Scott Rowland. Through 11 seasons, he put the numbers comparison. Scott Rowland, 285 batting average to 282 for Manny. OPS, 890 for Scott Rowland, 833 for Manny. Extra base hit, 639 for Rowland, 613 for Manny. RBI, 954 for Roland, 853 for Manny. OPS plus, 129 for Roland, 126 for Manny. War, 53.3 for Roland, 52.0 for Manny. Essentially, through 11 seasons, Scott Roland was every bit as good and even a little bit better than Manny Machado has been for his first 11 seasons. I would have lost a lot of money on Same. that bet. If you would have asked me, Who's stat line? Here's Machado. Here's Roland. Who's got the better one? Oh, so it's got to be Manny. Right. Manny is clearly a Hall of Fame player. Roland, for me, was more of a borderline, a maybe guy. And that's a bias. That it's Clearly, I got a bias about watching Manny close and up personal as much as I do. And I didn't watch as much Scott Roland, clearly, growing up. I saw him. And that's, that's Scott Roland. You just did his entire career, though, right? No, that was just the first oh, 11 Oh, the first seasons. 11 years. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. Exactly through the same amount of wow. time that okay. Manny has played. I was just Because I was going to say, Manny's going to shatter about nope. 90% of those things you just read. Now, he might you know, have a better second half of his career than Roland yeah. did. But through this point, wow, Roland was the superior player than Manny. It's and amazing. That's how good Manny has been. Yeah. Kind of Hall of Fame level. Really how good Scott Roland was. That's that's a really good and interesting point, Benjamin. Glad you brought that up. And yeah. I, I would have lost all that money along the, uh, with yeah. you. Right that's, there with you. That's why that tweet caught my eye. All right, we got some time right now. Let's uh, give it a spin like we did yesterday. It was fun. One, what movie do you wish you could watch for the first time again? Ooh, Ooh, Ooh. the first time. There is a lot. Boogie Nights was one of those for me. Blew me away the first time I saw it. Absolutely knocked my socks off. Casino, Goodfellas, those three, I'd say. I know I'm only supposed to pick one, but I did three. I saw Boogie Nights in a theater and was like, that's the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. I would probably try to pick something, not necessarily my favorite movie, right? Because I don't mind rewatching those, and I, well, I, I actually I enjoy time, some I movies more the more I watch them. I, but see, Boogie Nights, I cannot watch over and over. I get too anxiety ridden watching him when he's lighting the firecrackers, smoking crack. But to go back, like a movie like The Sixth Sense with a oh, surprise twist so at the end that 
you didn't see coming. Now you can't ever watch that again. No, oh, I mean you can, you can but without you know yeah, what's not knowing. I mean, it's, it's kind of cool one. to yeah. watch it the second time. Oh, of course. After yes. you pick up on the you know and you the the red and you're like, oh yeah, okay. Like, yeah. Pulp Fiction. I I pick up more every from time. that movie the more I watch yeah, it every time. Every time there's some little nuance, I'm like, oh my god. Fight I Club didn't probably on that list. Yeah, Fight Club was really good. Violet. Seven was insane. Seven was bananas. Ban- Whoa! <laughs> in, those, in those movies, all three of them, Sixth Sense, Fight Club, and Seven have a bit of a twist. surprise twist yeah. there at the end that makes the first watch unlike any of the other subsequent watches, which are all really, really good, but you can never recreate the feeling of being shocked when you discover it. I loved a totally different genre, more of rom-com. Do you ever watch uh, Crazy Stupid Love? Yes, love Ryan Gosling, Steve Carell. Dude, when when that, when that all the storylines tie together You're at like, the what end, in the world? I remember I was like, get the F out I know, of here. It's crazy. And that's one of those things. You can't go back and have that feeling again. The first, you know, it's nothing like the first time. Yeah, I just, I remember the grandiose, I just remember the expectations for Casino. Mm-hmm. And when you found out who was in it, and then I, I went and saw it for the first time in the theater and was just like, this was everything that I ever imagined it could be and more. And and that's one I can watch. If it's on, I'm I'm stopping now. Shawshank, man, that's another one that's just, it's like every that's dude's a, favorite. That that's would a be good, a great one to watch again now, for I the had, first now, time. I had read the short story years and years and years before from Stephen King. It was in a book, I think it was called Different Seasons. And in that same book, he had Apt Pupil, which was made into a movie, not a very good one, um, uh, Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank uh, Redemption, and then he had The Body, which was Stand By Me. And so that whole book is phenomenal. I remember watching Shawshank, and as they, as the, as the guard goes and, you know, his jaw drops open, and you're thinking, did he, did he kill himself yeah. with the rope? And, like, what happened? And then... Seeing the cell empty, and you're going, wait, how, where did he where, go? Where could he have gone? Where could where could he be? Because I hadn't read the, I hadn't read the short story, and it was like, and he throws the rock, and it goes through the poster, and right. go, go clink, 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 oh clink, my clink. god! I was like, oh my god, oh my god! It's I love like with yeah. Pulp Fiction, like going, like watching it for the first time, even the first handful of times, and like reading, you know blogs and reddit posts like conspiracy theories like oh what was in the suitcase what wasn't in the suitcase yeah. and all that stuff man i love it that's yeah, a good one it's a good question i like that one thought provoking yeah see if we get a thought provoking question here you spin it so hard does. gotta give a good spin like wheel of fortune <laughs> not as thought provoking <laughs> what's your favorite meal breakfast lunch or dinner Ooh, not even like breakfast. specifically By far, it's not even close. See, I, I love breakfast foods, but I don't eat breakfast in the like. I don't eat breakfast in the morning. Well, I can't eat a breakfast like I want to. Five, right. seven. Days Are you a week. telling me that? And I love, I love all three. Honestly, I really do. You did a full TED talk. On How did you gain all the I weight? Did. But let's let's say this. All right, you have your absolute favorite diner breakfast, absolutely perfect. Yes. Or, or. You can go out for like the best steak dinner you've ever had. Oh, it's hard to beat a, the, like the best steak dinner you've ever had. I'm going breakfast. Still going breakfast? Yeah, because you get the French toast, you get the eggs, the bacon, but, but the coffee, honestly, the juice. 
the meal, hash browns, home fries. The I'm meal where you get sandwiches and tacos the most are lunch, and I love sandwiches and tacos. I yeah. too. It, I think it's more just like, what is your favorite time of the day to eat? More not not necessarily like well, do you like dinner foods more than dinner, breakfast dinner. foods? Dinner is my favorite. I then. anticipate dinner the most because I'm waiting all day to eat it. Yes, I love lunch. Lunch is pretty lunch. solid. Because I don't. Because usually do, I usually skip breakfast. I could do. A, I could do. You know, like a sandwich anytime. It doesn't matter what time of day. But it is. foods, it's. I got to go breakfast. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I want a big ass like hash house breakfast. It's mm. been way too long since I've had hash house. <laughs> you should go go. I sh- I will. I shall go 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 soon. <laughs> oh, get another one in. Wow. I get one more in. Why not? Yeah, rule of three. What is your earliest sports memory that you have? Wow, good one. Very first sports memory. Mm. Ben probably shooting free throws with Magic Johnson <laughs> when he was five or something. I mean, I it's I'm trying to go even back earlier though, like really early. I mean, I think it's probably sitting. Front like the first row behind the scores table with my my dad and grandpa at the Clippers game, and I think I told the story once last game of the season when Ralph Lawler, who just retired as the Clippers announcer, as the radio guy, brought me up to sit next to him and like put the headsets on me. I didn't so call cool. the game, but I was like sitting there with him when he was calling the game because he'd seen me come to a bunch of games in the season. That's and so rad. I think he could tell I was always like see what he's doing, and, and he said, "Come on, sit sit with me." And That's I listened so cool. to him do the headphones and stuff. Couldn't have been more than six or so at the time. Mine, mine that happened. Mine's probably Thanksgiving Day Dallas Cowboy games when I was six, seven. A whole family went. I told you we'd eat Thanksgiving dinner at like nine thirty in the morning, and then go out to Texas Stadium and uh, watch the Cowboys play every Thanksgiving. We did I, that for years. I also distinctly remember. 1982, January 2nd, 1982, which was the Chargers-Dolphins epic playoff game in Miami. Now, I didn't go to the game, and I didn't really get to watch it on TV. We had visited my aunt in Alaska. We went to a trip to Anchorage, Alaska in late December, early January. It was very, very cold. (laughs) And then we were flying back that day, January 2nd. You know, my dad and I are big Chargers fans at that point, but I'm, you know, I'm very, very young. You know, back in the day, they didn't just have big TVs in the airport, though. You actually had to, like, we were in the Seattle airport on a layover. You had to put quarters, quarters. in the TV to make it was on a, it it was on a bench and of, I, like, yeah. little tiny, Little tiny screens, yeah, and you put in quarters. And I remember Dad and I, like, feeding waiting it. for the flight, just feeding the quarters to watch that game. And Black seeing and the white. Chargers took the big lead, and then... We heard that then the pilot, because it was a San Diego-based crew, they were updating as we flew back, like, oh, the, the, my Dolphins have come back to tie it. Chargers, and then over time, the Chargers went into the plane like a rough. That's so cool. In the air. So, so cool. Love that. Yeah, I think I just turned six when that happened. Love so. the topic wheel, man. Every day. Should be doing it All right, every we, day. Uh, we need to take a time out. Uh, Mick Schaefer, one of our favorites from Kansas City Sports Director. Uh, the news out of Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes says he's going to play, but... Does Mick trust the news out of Kansas City? That is coming up next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Weird. It's January, and we're talking about the Chiefs again in the AFC Championship game. Again, uh, we got our friend Mick Schaefer in Kansas City standing by. We'll get to we that. Just replay last yeah, year's interview. Yeah, actually, <laughs> bring it back again. It is Throwback Thursday. I mean, there's always little little twists, like you know Patrick Mahomes and, and his health. Uh, we'll get to that right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. All right, let's go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. And a pleasure to welcome back. It's been far too long. Yes, it Nick has. Schaefer, our friend, sports director at KSHB 41 News in Kansas City. Mick, uh, welcome back to Bennett Woods in San Diego on 97.3 The Fan. What's up, fellas? It has been a while. Yeah. It was my idea yesterday. I called Paul and I go, man, we have not talked to Mick Schaefer like all season long. And I said... He's one of my favorite guests. We just, you know, we had so much Padres baseball uh, to talk about. And then we got, you know, here we go. And like for the fifth year in a row, uh, Kansas City Chiefs are hosting, again, the uh, the championship game. So you guys are getting quite used to this. It's the Arrowhead Invitational. It is. It is. It's like a PGA (laughs) Tour event. My God, man. Never gets old, though. Never gets old. It doesn't. I mean, I've, I've covered this team for like 25 years now. And so like the first, I don't know, uh, almost 20 years of that was, it was in large part a, a more fun franchise. They went, they went a generation almost without a, a playoff win. And now they get multiple playoff wins every January now with Patrick Mahomes. All right. So yesterday, uh, the news out of Kansas City, Mick, was uh, Mahomes is full go in practice and uh, like 100% 
he will be playing. Is is it just me that that is almost like it's almost too confident for this early in the week? Like, is there any skepticism, anything going on in Kansas City? Do you believe everything they're saying? Oh, there's plenty of skepticism in Kansas City and nationwide on this. Um, I, I'm not part of that group. He's going to be fine, fellas, maybe limited a little bit. But us as the media, we are not going to let him be healthy this week, okay, because he's talking again. I'm at, I'm at Arrowhead right now. He's talking again here at the facility in uh, in about an hour or so, and there will be 15 more questions about his ankle. So we're just setting it up, right? So if he wins, it's going to be the – the Willis Reed game, right? Do people even get that reference anymore? Yeah, I'm, I wonder. I'm old. It's you like get it? you're, you're old. Like Nick, Nick, right? The Nick playoff game, broken leg, went hobbling back out yeah, there, hobbling yeah. back on. Kurt yeah. Gibson's all, you know, that's that's one. But even that was that was that was a long time ago. The last time the Dodgers won a real that world time series. He came in when you were really sick. When and I was sick, talk yeah, and did the radio, did show. the radio yeah, show. That was the time you guys came in hungover, absolutely. Yeah, the <laughs> woods, the woods <laughs> game, a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah, the woods game, the woods game. I'll never forget. Uh, it. Yeah, so that's it. So that we're set up the narrative for the Woods game, the Mahomes uh, overcome the ankle, uh, the ankle, and then of course if if they lose, it's uh, something to blame it on. Um, so no, I think he's had this injury before um, on his other leg, so that's a little bit different. But it was a high ankle sprain. He played through it in, in Jacksonville in 2019. Came back and played. You know, didn't miss a didn't miss a play, and actually put up crazy numbers uh, the next few games playing on it. Um, so I have all the confidence in the world that no ankle in the history of man is going to be taken care of as well as this one this week, and he'll come out and be uh, very similar to the, the the Mahomes of old, which he has been dominant, guys, in these conference championship games, aside from the second half of last year's Bengals game where it was just kind of like an out-of-body experience for him. He played his worst half of football in his career, or maybe a, a concussed experience. That's been the, the, the rumor, the speculation, the, uh, the theory here over a year. Something, something happened there. So it's a big game. And he's, you know, even, even with the ankle, he was never going to miss this because I, I think he wants, he wants some revenge. And look, there's a lot to be had here. <laughs> the Bengals have owned the Chiefs the last three times. He's so good that when he's bad, it's because he must have a concussion. It's the only way to explain him having one poor half of football a season. He's that good. <laughs> he must be concussed. And, I, you know, Mick, you always think about we had it, uh, you know, going back to baseball a little bit. It's that thing where you want to if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best and all that. And, you know, when you get the draw for. Um, the Major League Baseball playoffs, and you're like, all right, if we beat the Mets, we got the Dodgers. And you're like, oh, my God, I, I couldn't want to play a team less. They just won 111 games. We ended up handling our business, and it was incredible. Yeah. But i got to imagine for you guys and for Chiefs fans uh, out there, this is the draw that you really didn't want to get. And you know you can beat them. You know you can. But this is the one, if you had your choice, you wouldn't have picked the Bengals to play. Absolutely. In a normal scenario, if both game, games uh, were going to be at Arrowhead in Kansas City, you were going to, I think a lot of Chiefs fans were cheering for the Bills because the, the Bills have beaten the Chiefs, but the Chiefs have beaten the Bills. And I feel like, I, I frankly feel like the Bengals are a better team. But it's such a weird setup this year, right? With, okay, if you play the Bills, it's going to be in Atlanta. Okay, well, you got to travel for the first time in Mahomes' playoff existence. And so that was almost made it like a coin flip. Like nobody, you know, people want the home game, but they also want the Bills. So people were divided. Yeah. And, and I'm with you. In a normal situation, I think the Chiefs match up much better against the Bills. And the way both teams are playing right now, Bills versus Bengals, 
I think you wanted the Bills. And so you're, you, uh, if you're the Chiefs, you have the best team left and, and vice versa for the Bengals. And this is going to be, I mean, the, this is going to be the narrative for a long time. None of these guys are going anywhere. Burrow's not going anywhere. Allen's not going anywhere. Herbert's not going anywhere. Lawrence isn't going anywhere. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, he may go somewhere. Yeah. He may go somewhere, right? Uh, just the, uh, the AFC is just loaded with quarterbacks. I think in large part it's to, it's, it's to the, um, it's because of Patrick Mahomes and the effect he's had on this conference and on and NFC side, I guess you have to be, I don't know, Brock Purdy. I don't yeah. Know, Brock Purdy or Jalen Hurts. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and Hurts is a heck of a quarterback, but it is, it is, I think it's almost a, a different world in the quarterbacking in the two conferences. Talking to our pal, Mick Schaefer uh, from Kansas city here on Ben and Woods this morning. And, uh, you know, look, as long as you have Travis Kelsey and an even semi healthy 85% Patrick Mahomes, I got to imagine that you like your chances. Kelsey is one of the best I've ever seen, uh, do it. He just is. He's, he and, and Kittle, uh, on the other side over from, from San Francisco watching those two guys. They are absolute game changers and, uh, help their quarterbacks tremendously. Uh, if they take Kelsey out, you know, if they are able to contain him, how do you like the Chiefs' chances? Because I'm sure that's what they're going to be keying on if you're the Bengals' defense. Try to keep him from running free. I don't like him, absolutely, if, if that's the case. Look, that's what the, the Bengals have done um, uh, in those three matchups. We, we, uh, on one of our specials last night, we ran like the, uh, the Chiefs' kind of wide receivers' numbers um, this year, ranked with the other wide receiving course. They're taking out Travis Kelsey, right, and taking out Jarek McKinnon who's caught like, what, 10 touchdowns out of the backfield um, this year for Kansas City. You take those guys out and just, you know, focus on uh, Valdez Scantling. You both focus on Smith-Schuster, Sky Moore, uh, Kadarius Tony. those guys. They're a middle-of-the-road pack, right, in the NFL. They're like 14th or 15th. And it's kind of eye-opening to me because you think it's this, you know, this high-powered offense, and it is a high-scoring high offense in the NFL. They produce, produce, produce. But when you just ISO those receivers, they've been, they've been okay. So if you take... Kelsey away, I think it's a, a, a that'd be a huge thing for the Bengals. And these three games, they've been they've all been three point wins by the Bengals, um, but at times in all three of them, the Chiefs were dominating, especially in the championship game here last year. Chiefs were up twenty one to three, and so kind of weird, fluky yet self induced um, you know happenings have occurred for the Chiefs in all those games. And look, they Chiefs shoot themselves in the foot all the time. But uh, what would be colossal mistakes for most teams are just overcome because you have Patrick Mahomes. But when you're playing teams because the Bengals, they just haven't been able to overcome them. So yeah, um, just not making just you know brain dead mistakes is is I think key number one for Kansas City uh, because that's been kind of, kind of a theme throughout the season. Talking to Kansas City sportscaster Mick Schaefer here on Ben and Woods, and uh, Mick, let me ask you about the legacy of Andy Reid. I mean, when you st- when you look at the numbers, he's got the fifth most wins coaching time, uh, all time coaching fifth most. Fifth most yes, <laughs> he's he's fifth most. He's eight years, I think, eight years younger than Bill Belichick. You know, at huh. some point, Bill Belichick's going to retire. I mean, are we are we talking about one of the greatest coaches in NFL history? And I mean, here he is, uh, the chance to go to another Super Bowl. I mean, what's the knock? Is there a knock still on Andy Reid at all? I think I think a second Super Bowl takes him up, obviously, into another echelon. And I've said it before, I think it's a huge game, not only for him, but also the Chiefs, right? If you lose again to the Bengals, well, the Bengals are the new Chiefs all of a sudden. They're the ones that have gone to back-to-back Super Bowls. Um, they're the team to beat in the AFC. And you look back on this five-year run of AFC championship games, and you look and you will have had, what, one Super Bowl win, 
two Super Bowl appearances and three championship game losses. And people will look at that, and wrongly so, right? But they'll look at it as almost a, uh, as a failure. But if you win this game, you go on and win the Super Bowl, all of a sudden things, you know, in Andy's past that look like quote-unquote failures are seen as accomplishments, which they should be. All the NFC championship games, right, he got to with the, the Eagles. Yeah, they lost, but it turns around to where like, you know what? He made it to all those games. He made all those uh, championship games. Well, you know, what a winner, right? And if he gets another championship here, you, you look back on the five years, you say, hey, you got three Super Bowls, you won two of them. That, that, that's great. It's a win right there uh, on that five-year run. And by the way, it's, it's, it's probably still going to be going. I think it's just a huge game for narratives, even for Patrick Mahomes as well, to win this game, put the stamp on it, that you're still the team to beat in the AFC and go out and try to uh, try to win a, another Super Bowl. Well, Mick, uh, it had been far too long, but it was great catching up with you. Appreciate all the info on the Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, enjoy that championship game and maybe a, a trip to the Super Bowl as well coming up. Uh, we'll do. It's going to be uh, uh, balmy, 24 degrees. Yeah. Oh, my God, 24 degrees. It was like in the 50s last oh, night at freezing. the golf tournament, and I was dying. Oh, yeah. It was so cold freezing out there. cold outside. All right, Mick, thank you so much. Right, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Mick Schaefer, uh, sports director in Kansas City on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. What do you think about Andy Reid? He's a great coach, man. I mean, I think he's had some really good quarterbacks that have helped him tremendously, but um, it, it does surprise me he's only won the one. It's funny. If you look at all the lists of great coaches, they all had good quarterbacks. Yeah. It's very <laughs> wild how that works. <laughs> They're all, I mean, Bill Belichick is, is the one you think of the most, but, you know, Don Shula had Dan Marino. Well, he didn't win any with Dan. No, but he won the most games. Won the most games, in, yeah. In NFL history. Uh, you know, Dan Reeves said John Elway. Yep. Uh, you know, you can't really win in the NFL without having good players, especially at the most important position. So they're all going to have good quarterbacks. But Andy Reid, always the knock on him was, yeah, can't, uh, close with the Eagles, but never got there. And then he went to Kansas City. It's not like he took over a premier franchise. The Kansas City Chiefs were kind of bottom dwellers. That's what, he, that's what Mick was just saying. AFC An West, entire then, generation of nothing. And and now now they are... Every year. Every year. I mean, that is, that is incredible what Andy Reid's done. Doesn't, Offensively... You know, his his tr- offensive tree system yeah. is, is basically one of the revolutionary offenses in the NFL, one of the most revolutionary ones uh, since, you know, Don Coriel in the NFL, really. Isn't so, it funny, though? Uh, I saw a tweet the other day of, like, everyone wants to sit and tell us about parity in the NFL because of a salary cap, and we welcome the Chiefs back to the AFC Championship game for the fifth straight year. And, uh, yeah, it, it there's not a lot of parity when you're, when you're that good. And to do that, Ben, to get there five straight times is is remarkable. Plus that, uh, remember that punt, pass, and kick video when oh, yeah. he was like a twelve year old kid, but yep. three times bigger than all the other kids. On the- six foot four, and they spelled his name wrong. R I E D. It's just an unbelievable video if you've never seen it. It's fantastic. But his uh, commercial with the fake mustaches is like one of the most annoying ones on television. I, I mean, I've always liked Andy Reid. Um, I think he's a good coach. I think he's going to get beat this weekend, though. I think he I think he needs Patrick Mahomes to play a very very Patrick Mahomes good game to win that one. Yep. And given that that's going to be even harder given his injury situation, I'm also again leaning toward the Cincinnati Bengals. Which may make it tough for you because you are behind me in our pickem and you will need to make up some ground at some point. Ah. 
So I'll go first, and then you'll have the dilemma of perhaps agreeing with me and just trying to maintain your position going into the Super Bowl or going against what you really feel in an attempt to catch up and take the lead before the Super Bowl. Yeah, I can't go against myself, though. Yeah. Tomorrow's two games, or picks, will be worth three points each. Three points each, each, yep. And then we'll do the Super Bowl worth four points And right now I've got a a slim lead over Woods. for Ben, seven for Woods, five for me. Yep, so we're all right there. Paulie's going to go balls to the wall. Paulie has to to make up ground, because if he's in third going into the Super Bowl, there's really no way to catch up, because assuming you and I would do separate different picks, because you'd want a chance to win, right? right? No matter who I pick, you'd go the other way if you were in second. That would lock Polly out. He couldn't yeah, catch up on If I don't, if I don't make some moves this week, I, I I might as well not even pick for yeah. the Super Bowl. It won't matter. Yeah, it won't matter. I mean, if you're telling me if you guys were to both pick the Bengals and I'm just stuck with lowly Patrick Mahomes, like it, I mean, it's not, not, not the worst it's thing. It's not ever. a bad pick to get stuck with right. both, with the Kansas I mean, City Chiefs. Either or, they're at both. home. Yeah, they've got Patrick Mahomes. Both divisions are not, fine. I'm not yeah. sweating that one. No. And, and while yeah, Mick pointed out they, the the Bengals have had their number. Yeah, they had their number in overtime in an incredibly close <laughs> right. game last year. It's not, oh, yeah, they had their number. They beat them 42 to nothing every time. They, they No, it's close games. It's football. It, it could go either way. But at this point, I still am, I'm, you know, subject to change. Anything can happen between now and tomorrow. But I am also leaning toward the Bengals in that game. And then I am having more trouble with the NFC one. You I'm know, not. the Eagles looked awfully good. Massively but good. There's something about this 49ers team. There's just something. They're great. They're a great team as well. That's why they're in the NFC Championship game. But I, you know, you always talk. You keep talking about Brock Purdy's luck running out, his magic running out. It hasn't seemed to yet. Uh, but they're pretty banged up. I think it might be some smoke and mirrors. I'm, I'm assuming all their weapons will play. Um, they did have the guy that was arrested. Uh, for domestic violence, they said he's in line to play uh, that game on Sunday as well. So, um, but I, you know, like I said, I think it's gamesmanship by Shanahan. I think all his dudes, McCaffrey, uh, Debo, they're all going to be in there ready to jam. Get all the sports, music, news, and podcasts you want on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. So I understand um, we just got a new piece from the Athletic and yeah. Dennis Lynn. There's a new mailbag uh, from our buddy D. Okay. Lynn, and it's pretty interesting. One little nugget in there. That I don't know that Padre fans are going to like very much, but one that I've already resigned myself to. But intriguing. I don't, I don't think you're going to like it. All right, we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll get to a rival report as well as we kick off the final hour of Ben and Woods. It is coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station, ninety-seven three, the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 